Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. What up, y'all? It's Golden Spaces, an Odyssey original podcast with Justin and Nat. We are actually considering this the first podcast of the season. Everything that happened before that, (laughs) before tonight, doesn't really matter. Game one was sort of an extension of preseason. There you go. You see it, you read it. Curry leads the way with 41 in the Warriors matchup. 122-114 over the Kings. Let's get it. You know I had to get it started early. Night, night. Night, night from the MVP. That's right. I'm telling y'all right now. Steph getting that third MVP. Barring injury, Steph. Third MVP, oldest to get it. Let's go. NBA history. What you got to say about that, Justin? Hey, if the if the wins is there and the and the game's played is there, we know his his game is going to be there. So I need better energy board. than that. I'm on board with it. I mean, you know. Fuck all the ifs, yo. That's you, my you, high energy right there. That's my. That's high your energy. high energy. I need you to step it up more. Did you? Did you see what Wardell just put on? Did you see the display and what he just put on? Let's just remind folks, okay, Justin, because you right now, I need the energy <laughs> level up. I yeah. need it up, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Stephen Curry tonight, 41 points, y'all. 73% from the field, 70% from three, 100% on his free throws, okay? I mean, what are we what are we talking about here? What are we talking about here with Wardell, Justin? A monster. Scary dude. Like he doing stuff. It looks like he about to lose the ball and then he just like picks it up and launches it and it just goes straight in, nothing but net, like he meant to do it the whole time, which he obviously 14 did. of 19. 14 of 19. I can't even remember the shots that he missed, to be honest. Seven of ten from three. Six free throws, not bad for Steph in terms of the number. I mean, this is a... Six is a lot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is a remarkable game. (laughs) One thing that we can agree upon with the CB3 edition is that they are shooting a lot more free throws as a team. (laughs) Hopefully it continues. He grifts. He gets one or two grifting fouls every game. Um. Steph's starting to grift a little bit sometimes on the bringing the ball up the court stuff. So it's leading to free throws, and this team doesn't really miss a ton of free throws. So that's going to be huge for them. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. so much to get into tonight, Justin, right? But I mean, we, we're starting with, with Steph because he is the story of the game. Um, excellent performance. When they got a little shaky at the end, just, and we know that was mostly about them just feeling like they had the game. And so they stopped being careful, some more turnovers. The King stepped up their aggression a little bit. D Fox decided to D Fox because he is on the come up and one of those dudes on the rise. So mm-hmm. um, they made it a little interesting at the end. But when the ball finally went into the hands of Wardell, where it should always be in those moments, shout mm-hmm. out to Chris Paul, but it should always be in Wardell's hands in those moments, something good happened. Um, the, the play that led to the dagger shot from Steph involved Andrew Wiggins. And I tweeted Justin because I'm not gonna front. I was a little nervous. I was a little nervous mm-hmm. <laughs> when Andrew had the ball. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. Like I was like, this is a turnover waiting to happen. I mean, we know his handle isn't that great. <laughs> Sometimes indecisive with his decision making, but he drew defenders, you know, um, going to the to the basket and then passed it out to Steph, kicked it out to Steph at the three-point mm-hmm. line. I, I was shocked that that happened, that he was able to make that play, mm-hmm. um, complete that assist, and Steph, Steph just drilled the three. You know, he'd been on all night, and that was pretty much the dagger. What would you think of that play, Justin? I, I, I tweeted about it. I thought it was a pretty good play call. I know Steve's not your guy. <laughs> I know Steve's not your guy, but that was a pretty good play call. I think they knew Sabonis was going to be on Wiggins. They knew two was going to go with Steph, so it was going to create like a delay. And then the reverse effect would happen where both would react to Wiggins going to the basket. Steph would get open. So it was a good play. I mean, they were hard doubling Steph from like the third quarter on to the yeah. end of the game. So, um, and he still had 41. Still had 41. And still shot 70% I, overall I'm, and from three. I'm telling you, I can't remember what shots he missed. But, hey, he just – he owns the Kings. I mean, he owns a lot of franchises, but he really owns just owns the Kings. <laughs> they were showing some stat, like his last, I don't know, 15 regular season games against the Kings or whatever it is. He's like 14-1 and one now, something crazy. So, the King of Nor- NorCal well, – the King of California, but especially Nor- Northern California. Yeah, for sure. Um, look, I'm happy that it involved Wiggs. I'm happy one game after he was benched, um, basically at the end of the game that Kerr trusted him to be out there on the court. So I'm sure that felt good for Wiggs. And he was aggressive from the start of this game, um, grabbing boards, you know, taking more shots. Not that they were all going in, but he was just, I think, way more assertive in this game. He was. Um, I believe he had one rebound last game. He had five this game in 27 minutes. So, like, didn't play, like, crazy amount of minutes. Still was very productive. Three assists, two blocks is another good indicator that he's being aggressive. Um, would like to see him going to the rim a little bit more. Um, yeah. They, kind of fe- they featured him, but he was kind of settling for jump shots a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think his jump shot rhythm will come back as the season goes on. But you can always get an easy layup. He did have one play where he went straight into JaVale's chest and just, like, knocked in and knocked him over, just laid it in. I'm like, man, you can do that every time you catch the ball, bro. But <laughs> it'll, it'll come along. 
you know, Wiggs will have like a good stretch of games where he's playing like at his absolute best. And, um, you know, he's one of those players that has his valleys and peaks and stuff like that. So for sure. Yeah. It was a good game today though. Yeah. Okay. Well, good game from a number of guys, right? Um, where would you like to start? Would you like to start with your guy, Moses Moody? who had the <laughs> highest plus minus tonight. We can start with Moody. Moody's always going to be right. We, he's consistent. Always going to be ready. Stay ready. You know, defense, both ends, hidden, hidden shots. He's not scared at the moment. Um, yeah, he's just a big time player. It's, I mean, it's Moody and Kaminga. Like I've, been on the train since the offseason. I said they're going to make a leap together. Um, I like to make the joke that they're going to be like Danny Green and Kawhi from the 2014 Spurs. That's kind of like the 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 identity this team has to kind of take, though, right? Like that Spurs team didn't have anybody like Steph on it. But like as far as everybody else, just a lot of depth, everybody playing almost an equal amount of minutes. And then like it's just death by a thousand cuts, like a bunch of guys that can kill you, a bunch of guys that can hit threes and score and play defense. Um, so I'm, I'm thinking this has kind of got to be their, their run or their version of that run, but yeah. Um, I saw someone tweet that, uh, Moody's coming for the starting spot. I don't think that will happen, but, um, Oh, I I didn't know that two people tweeted it. Well, I wasn't even talking about Nana. So, (laughs) Um, Jason Battle, another friend of the show. Uh, So, can Moody at any point work his way into the starting lineup? Not necessarily this year, but in their future? Oh, I think so. I think his ceiling is a elite level two-way player, right? Scorer and defender. He's not necessarily, well, I won't say never, but at this point in time, he's not like a lockdown one-on-one guy, but he's an amazing team defender, as we've seen. He's gotten like five steals in the last two games or in in their first two games of the season. Just being in the right place, right time, incredibly long arms, good instincts. So I think for sure he can be a starter. I think um, maybe best-case scenario, fringe all-star type of player at his peak. So, yeah, starter is definitely in his future at some point. Yeah, you can imagine he. There's a potential he may start some games this season, especially when they have those back to backs, clay rest nights. You have to mm-hmm. figure that he's a potential guy they might look to, Definitely. depending on the matchup. I mean, he's other than clay, he's the only wing that's like a legitimate shooter. Like, there's guys that can hit shots, but he's the only other shooting wing on the team. So he's gonna have to play a lot, and he's definitely gonna have to fill in for clay if clay's not playing. Yeah, for sure. Um, you mentioned Kaminga. Monster. He's coming along, making better decisions. Like, he'll still have his moments, and I think it's it's good for Steve to continue to show that he trusts him because he'll have his moments where he turns it over or makes a bad move or something like that. Steve just keeps going to him. He, gained, he went to him at the end of this game again because they just needed a little bit more athleticism on the court um, instead of Looney. And he came down with some big rebounds at the end and, you know, just just a good player. He's getting so much smarter every game. And then even though he's one of those type of players that you look at the end of the game and his box score, he somehow has 12 points, five rebounds. Um, he was a plus nine, just super athlete. And his, his athleticism is usually felt when you see him out there. You always see him 
somehow involved in the play, whether he's jumping for a rebound or something or above the rim. He had a nasty putback earlier. So he's learning how to use his gifts to the betterment of the team. So um, we saw an appearance from Trace tonight. Trace is he's in that moody camp. My guys under my wing. I gotta, I gotta keep, I gotta keep having them up. They my guys. Not our guys, know. your guys. My guys. Okay, nah, no, you don't get to own all of them. You can have. Moody. <laughs> it's just Moody and Trace. It's just you Moody can have Trace. Moody. I have Kaminga, and we share Trace. All right, that's cool. That's cool. Okay. Yeah, Trace. Trace is gonna work his way into the rotation. I think he's gonna eat into Dario's minutes because Dario is kind of a disaster defensively right now. He's waiting on Draymond to get back, but in the meantime. Uh, like I said, I think Trace can do a lot of the stuff that Looney can do, but he's just athletic. You know, like Looney is obviously one of the best rebounders ever. He's a better screener at this point in time, but Trace can legitimately finish at the rim. He runs fast in transition, um, and he can challenge shots at the rim. Like Fox tried to score a layup once. I think he affected that shot. I want to say yeah. he had another block after that. Um, only played five minutes, was a plus seven. I mean, he went out there and he made an impact immediately. He was a part of that big run that they made in the third quarter. Um, I think he can only just – his minutes can only go up. And I don't think we'll have an issue with Steve uh, playing him because he's, what, 24 already? Right. So it's not like he's super young. So speaking of Loon, another player that owns the um, Sacramento Kings, um, <laughs> much better game from him tonight than we saw in game one. Mm-hmm. He owns that Sabonis matchup. I mean, Sabonis can have his 19 and 18 rebounds, seven assists, whatever. That's a pretty good stat line. But it's very clear that Loon affects the game much more when they're playing. Mm-hmm. Just defensively, he's much smarter, um, set screens, does all these and things. And how about that dunk from him tonight? <laughs> Shook Sabonis right out of his shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Nasty cross. He looked like high school Looney right there with the crossover and then got to the rim, dunked it. Um Loon is always – he's one of those dudes that plays himself into shape. Um, So he's getting there. Really? But, I mean, I felt like we were seeing videos of him all summer. Wasn't he, like, on the beach or doing some wild workouts? I don't know about that, but he might have been. You don't know about that? You didn't see those posts? I didn't see those posts. They actually. definitely were. He It was it was like one of them Steph kind of workouts. I want to say the mm-hmm. desert, but I don't think he was in the desert. I think it was, like, on the beach. Yeah. No, he I mean, was I'm definitely- not saying he out there, like – like not doing anything, but I think the speed of the game, he got to get his feet used to it, you know, early in the okay. season. I specifically remember like, if not, was it last season? Not last season. Yeah, he was at one of those great. open runs, someone's. Yeah, he's, at, he's always at the Rico Hines runs because he went to uh, UCLA. Okay. But, I mean, he just might just be slow. Like, <laughs> he's just a slow yeah. guy. But he knows how to use his body. He knows how to use his footwork and stuff like that. Um, he started the game a little weird, but he got into it, his stat sheet is is filled on the on here as well. Three steals, one block, six assists. Um, just a good, smart player. So, Loon is our guy. Yeah, you know, um, it's not showing in the plus minus tonight, probably due to like some of the lineups. But I still mm-hmm. thought Gary was um, impactful, and. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen a lot of tweets, which rightfully so I understand. We really do need him to get his uh, corner three back. Um, but he still was just impactful defensively. He was disruptive. He, He's just uh, – but getting his shot back would be nice. 
for sure. He ended up hitting one. I think they were, they showed a clip during the game of Steph telling him to keep shooting, like his his mental, you know, stay confident. I think it's a rhythm thing. As the yeah. season goes on, he'll be more in rhythm. Yeah. Yeah, he's everywhere on defense. Like he almost alone can anchor a defense, which is weird because he's so short. Mm-hmm. But his energy, he's chasing stuff down. His ability to close out at full speed and then not get blown by. Like he can still just recover and move with the offensive player is crazy because usually you see guys sell out completely, try to block a shot, block a three, and the dude just pumps fake and just gets to the basket. But Gary is never out of the play, which is super valuable. Um, always in a in a guy's handle. He's just, you know, he's Gary. Like we already know what he can do. It's just a matter of him staying healthy, getting that rhythm, and then they just keep keep churning out these wins. Like for sure. Thoughts on Chris Paul and um, Clay Thompson tonight? Both good. Chris Paul controlled the game. I mean, 12 assists, three turnovers. Two of them were like at the end of the game, I think. Um, yeah, three yeah, steals. Get the ball in. Yeah, like stuff like that. Um, he's he's shooting that midi. The thing with Chris Paul is like he needs a little bit of space. Like this is Clay, too. They're both older slower so they can still shoot they just need more space to get their shot off like they're not going to just sit up here and shoot a bunch of contested shots and expect to make them all um well clay might but like (laughs) it's not realistic for us to expect them to make a bunch of contested shots and neither one of them are at the point in their career where they can just beat guys off the dribble and just you know from a standstill create their own shot and get open like steph can um so they need screens they need space they need guys to pull defenders away from them so um they got a little bit of that tonight and shots went in like that's the name of the game with clay if he gets open shots he's gonna hit them if he gets guys staying with them because he can't create separation but he still shoots it that's when his numbers start to look bad um but he didn't force anything he only took 12 shots chris paul 12 shots um so i like what i saw from both of them they held up better than I thought they would defensively this game. I mean, 114 to the Kings in pretty much a shootout. And then they, the Kings scored like what? Like 15 in the last six minutes or something? Like, yeah. For the majority of this game, they've held up defensively, which is super encouraging because we got Draymond coming back too. So it's kind of falling in line to what I thought they can be defensively, which is an elite team on defense. And yeah, it starts with those old dudes buckling down, boxing out and playing defense. And they've been doing it. Facts. I was just really happy to see Trace tonight. Um, Cause we mentioned him last episode um, and then Kerr utilized him. So that was good to see. The only other person I'd really like to see at some point soon is um, Pods. I'd like to see how he will yeah. come in and play now in some real NBA action. So mm-hmm. um if these dudes can finish a game, they was up almost 20. They should have been up 25, and then the the benches should have emptied, but they let yeah. them back in the game. Yeah, but, I mean, I want to see him in, like, meaningful minutes, too, is what I'm saying, like, the way we saw Trace today. Mm. Yeah, I think somebody's have to be playing terribly for that to happen, I feel like, unfortunately. I mean, it's just the reality of having Steph and Chris Paul it's like zero point. Or the night, maybe when some guys are out. So yeah, 
maybe on this back-to-back coming up, we'll see some pods, um, a lot more Trace. Hopefully Trace's minutes go up. I think he started. He played because Dario got into foul trouble, but Dario's going to be in foul trouble. And he was impactful, so I think that's going to yeah. Hope, register with that. Yeah. 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 So for sure, and he, and he provides a he provides a different look. Like in the NBA, centers unless you are a superstar, centers have to be like play very specific roles. You got your lob big, you got your screener, you got your stretch big. Um, you know, with the Warriors, they have Draymond and Looney who are more like connectors, screeners and connectors, and Dario's a stretch, but they don't really have a lot big. So they got to let Trace be that, like the the role big for the rim, which is what Wiseman was supposed to be. Trace can fill that role now. Um, and against certain matchups, he can be super impactful. Well, they talked about Trace even in the offseason, and it did seem like they planned to utilize him. Like, I don't think he was a... I don't think he is a rookie that they plan to like just not use. So mm-hmm. um, I just think Pod Pods was someone who I thought, and he probably still will just to keep him active, go to the G League. But I think he was someone who they probably expected that they were just going to, he was going to be in the G League. And he made a statement in um, preseason. So he just has made it interesting. Yeah. Um, hopefully. He gets whatever rotation Corey Joseph was gonna get next, respectfully. <laughs> and I like Corey Joseph. I like Corey Joseph, but with all I mean, due respect, Corey Joseph. <laughs> yeah, with all due respect. Like we just want to see pause. Like he needs to develop. He's gonna be here long term. Corey is not. He's also right. just probably better than Corey at this point. So we just want to see pause. For sure. Um, all right. Well, you know, I think that was a pretty good game recap, right? I mean, mm-hmm. Yeah. What else can we touch? The Warriors, they, like we said, they got a little silly <laughs> at the end of the game. But, you know, overall, they got the W they needed. They're one and one with a number of other teams in the league Lakers, Suns, Clippers. So they're where <laughs> they need to be in terms of the West. And uh, even though they should be 2 and 0, we're in a good spot. Got their first road win. Steph noted that early in the season. I know they'll have to win a few more before people stop having like flashbacks of last season and thinking the Warriors can't win. I'm like, bro, like, why do you guys think the Warriors can't win on the road? Like this is right. so stupid to me, but you know, whatever. Oh, yeah. I mean, we just don't, as a people don't add context to a lot of things. Like the Warriors have always been a good road team. They've always been one exactly. of the best in the league. It's like Last Steph year. shooting. If you if you do some shit all the time and then one time you don't, I'm not looking at the one time and giving it more weight than the other. Exactly. Like, exactly. That's it. Like, come on. Like, let's be serious. Yeah. And they they punted a lot of role games last year just by not playing guys or just having guys hurt. Yeah. So sure. we'll, we'll leave last year in, in the past. In last year. Yeah. 